Hello and welcome to the Wright Constable and Skeen Client Spotlight. Today's guest is Rob Ward, President at Pendant Automation. Welcome Rob, I am happy that you are able to join us today. So let's start with, tell me about Pendant Automation. Pendant has uh, quite a history. It was started in 2006. Uh, originally, we were doing electrical installations for building automation companies like Siemens and Johnson Controls. And then sometime around 2010, we got into the automation on the industrial side of things and found a nice little knack to start automating factories. And that's what we've been doing ever since. And it seems to be going super well for us. Excellent. And just to build on that, I saw online that you aren't only in this area, you are worldwide now. Actually, that's a that's another story in and of itself. We we actually started out being an international company who uh, tried to break into the domestic market sometime around 2013 or 14. We actually started the automation piece doing aviation refueling systems for the Department of Defense, Department of State in, you know, Air Force camps in, in the Middle East and Afghanistan, Africa, Eastern Europe, all over the place. And uh, we actually didn't do our first kind of like local stateside project until like 2012 or 2013, sometime in that area. Yeah. But nowadays we're only really doing domestic travel in the contiguous 48 states. Excellent. And I saw on your bio that you were reading at the time about a book a week, and I am also an avid reader. So I have to ask, do you have any book recommendations to share? I have dozens of book recommendations to share as long as they're nonfiction, right? I, I don't, I always say I'll read fiction when I'm retired and can enjoy myself. Right now I read a lot of business books uh, marketing, leadership, management, in, in that aspect, wherever I have a pain point. So if this month I'm having a leadership problem, then I'll probably read a couple leadership books. If I do throw a book or two in for personal pleasure, it's, it's probably like a biography or something of like a past president or something from the old West or, you know, late 18th century, entire 19th century, sometime around there. But uh, yeah, if I'm mowing the lawn or running or driving with or without other people, generally there's an audio book and there's usually three or four books on the nightstand next to my bed as well. And do you have a preference? Do you like audio better or do you like the visual better or just a little bit of everything? I do like the audio books better, but mainly for the purpose of being efficient really. Cause I, you know, I do like reading right before I go to bed. If I read a chapter helps to close out the day, but I generally will consume audiobooks just because they're so efficient. We usually vacation out West and I usually will listen to audiobooks the entire drive out there and the entire drive back nonstop. Wow. Hopefully they're family friendly. <laughs> uh, well, actually, actually the deal is dad drives out there and picks the, picks the wife and the kids up from the local airport. <laughs> wow. So that's that's a lot of listening time there. I like it. No, it is. So in 2019, I drove straight home from Wyoming with no breaks other than, of course, bathroom and food and an audiobook on the entire like 26 hours of that drive. And by audiobook, I probably mean two or three of them. That That's impressive. 
It gives you something to do. Yeah, well, it does. So when I was looking at your website, I have to say, I love your meet the team page and the surprise of what happens when you hover your cursor over a headshot. I mean, it literally did make me laugh out loud. Can you tell me how you came up with that concept? Yeah, so one of the things that Pendant does well is we are a very professional organization, but we we understand that there's there's a tipping point where you can be so professional that you your your people start to turn into robots. And so wherever we can find the opportunity to inject a little bit of fun and humor, we like to do so. So for the people who actually do go to the website and actually read and don't just look on the landing page for 10 and a half seconds and then hop off, there's a bunch of little kind of Easter eggs. And if you read our blogs, there's a lot of you know, witty sentences and just play on words and just a bunch of things like our marketing people, they like to have fun with it and stuff. So when you scroll over everybody's picture, it turns into another picture of that person drawn by an artist. And it's just one of those little things that that really kind of helps get the culture of pendant across through the internet if you haven't spoken to us before. I love it. And I do think that it is, it's a great way to let people know that you're, you're a fun company. So culture is, is always good. Yep. We like to think that we have a lot of high performers on board. When it's time to get stuff done, we get it done and we, we do it really well. We execute very well as a company. And then, you know, that should be rewarded as often as possible with, you know, a little bit of lighthearted uh, back and forth and banter. We always make jokes that it, it's a good thing that the HR person at Pendant is married to me, or we would be in a whole heap of trouble sometimes. <laughs> and that's that's actually a really great segue to my question about your company's core values. I see that you have be curious and grow. Why is that one of Pendant's core values? So early on, when we sat down and we were developing the core values, there's, there's so many out there and there's so many ways to write it. The only one that we were like certain that we wrote down first and then we didn't have to cultivate it or come up with it or try and spin it up fancy was the be curious and grow. Just because when I graduated from the electrical apprenticeship program, I went back to teaching that year and I taught there for nine years and I would kind of like, quote unquote, cherry pick good students and then, you know, hire them on board a pendant. And it was always so rewarding to see you're taking someone young who, if you just leave them alone, they have that curiosity to stumble their way into something better or a better way of doing something or improving systems or figuring out a better solution for the customer rather than just being wrapped up in the status quo, hey, this is the way we've always done things. And I really take a lot of pride in having and working with people who are growing themselves, not only professionally, but personally as well. So we do, unlike a lot of companies who only do a annual review of their performance, we actually do what's called, what we call a quarterly conversation, which is where we'll sit down and there's three questions on the sheet of paper. And one is, what did you accomplish last quarter? What are you going to accomplish next quarter? And how can you improve? 
And that's all we talk about for the whole one to two hours. And when they sit down, we'll pull out of their file what they committed to doing last quarter. And we go over, hey, did you, did you meet these goals? Did you not? If you didn't do them, what can we do to help you get there? And it's really more about creating that kind of atmosphere where everybody is growing the company together rather than just on the back of one person. That's great. And I like the clarity of it where they know that it's coming every quarter. Exactly. And it's so helpful too, because, you know, you don't want to wait, you don't want to be doing something incorrectly or not to the best of your ability for 11 months and then get pounded on it on month 12 and just think, well, man, I've been doing that wrong for so long. How come you didn't say anything to me? So, and they're both, we talk about personal stuff and professional stuff too, because both of those you have to really be aligned on both areas to be a high performer at work. You know, it's almost a given that your home life and your personal life have to be, you know, not even on the forefront of your mind. So for instance, one of my guys wrote down, Hey, here's what I'm going to accomplish next quarter. I'm going to buy a house. And so while that seems small, it, it really sets the stage for, okay, this guy's going to need to take off. He's going to have to go look at houses. He's going to be off a couple of days for a closing. He's going to have to do some moving. Hey, maybe the company can even, you know, pay for his moving expense or something. You know, if he's whatever it may be, it's just, you really get to work with these people on an individual level like that. When you, when you actually care and you help them grow and, and they're curious as they find their way and approve, like we have a lot of electricians that came from the apprenticeship program some of them are building panels right now for us. Others are doing AutoCAD engineering work. Some of them are programmers. And, and it's all because, you know, that's just the way they wanted to go. And we just helped them get there. They weren't really just nailed down to just doing electrical work after they got out of the apprenticeship. Which is great. It really gives them an opportunity for growth as well. Yep, sure does. So my final question that I always like to ask is, what do you find most rewarding about working at Pendant? That is a tough question because I, I really am a problem solver and I really do like to jump into the trenches with all of my people and solve those problems with them. I, as an owner, I have a hard time taking a step back and taking a lot of vacation and and not really so much being hands off, but I like to, you know, come into work and work alongside with everybody and kind of, you know, iron out the problems and get things taken care of. And that's really been kind of a good thing and a bad thing over the years, because I'm usually the first person in and the last person out. But generally, when I get home, there's definitely always a sense of accomplishment, not just from churning out the regular day-to-day -day stuff, but just taking a step back and, and seeing, hey, you know, people are actively pursuing positions at Pendant and we don't have turnover, like almost whatsoever. And, you know, they, they come and they support their family at Pendant. And that's, it's meaningful, even though we're a small company of 20 some people, it's nice to see that happen that, uh, you know, people at Pendant joke around about they're going to, you know, work until they pass away on the keyboard at Pendant just because it's, you know, an easy place for them to work and they can see themselves there for the long term. And it sounds like it's a, a family business, too. You have your wife involved in it. I, I do. 
and it's it's really nice. Like back long time ago, before I had a wife, I was always re- I would be reluctant of of having that happen because I thought that you know some a lot of people need that separation during the day, and I thought that I was one of them too. But we we get along pretty well at work. We never really have any issues to take home with us or anything like that. Like I said, she does finance and HR and things like that, but it, it, it works out extremely well. A lot of people think, you know, I'll be just, you know, giving the company over to the kids when they get old enough and stuff like that. They, they, they'll probably work there. I have one four-year-old daughter right now who, if she could, she'd probably stage a coup and take the company from me one day. But other than that, it's not really a family business yet, but it could be one day, I guess, if they want to come take it over. You know, if she lets you stay on after she takes She over. wouldn't. She would fire me. No, no. <laughs> in, in fact, when I was doing succession planning, one of my higher guys, a vice president, Gary, he's, he was a business coach before we hired him on board. And we were doing succession planning and I was talking to the lawyer and I was saying, hey, look, one thing we have to be careful about is making sure that Piper, my four-year-old, doesn't come in and throw him out on his butt. And tell him that it, you know, it's her company now. And uh, he laughed because he thought I was joking, but I definitely wasn't. She just has that attitude. She will do great things when she's older, just as long as we can survive raising her. Oh, I get you. I got a nine-year-old, and he is a uh, very headstrong. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Rob. I really enjoyed having the opportunity to speak with you today for the client spotlight and learning more about Pendant. Well, thanks for having me. 